Hello, what's your emergency? Well, can you help with absolutely everything? Yes, what's the situation? I'm going through an existential crisis. The world does not make sense to me. I just have so many questions and I... Hello? Hello? Unbelievable. We'll have to start a podcast instead. Hello, hello, Assalamu alaikum everyone. Alaikum I hope and I pray every single one of you is doing amazingly, amazingly well. You may have missed me last week. And the reason for that is that I decided that I'm just going to do this every second week. Because two reasons. The first one is I feel like I need a Sunday to myself. Because I do this on Sundays and really and truly I could do it on Friday um, in the evenings. But I'm lazy so I'm not going to do that. So Sundays are the perfect day and I need at least one Sunday to myself. The second reason is because my first intention for this podcast was initiating conversations with, you know, with the wider community. That's, that has not been happening as much as I would like to. So as I'm finding, as I'm figuring it out, as I'm finding a way to make this work the way I really want to, because I'm very seven, I want to say I want to do something, I will do it, okay? <laughs> I will find another way to do it. But as I'm finding, as I'm figuring it out, I'm just going to do it every second week. At least I'm not quitting, which is always um, a positive thing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure you miss my amazing and beautiful voice. I am sure you have. Um... I have, what has been happening? Not much, to be honest, on my side. Not a lot has happened. Um, it was my birthday at 10.25 and I haven't done anything for it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't subscribe. You know, but keep you, keep, keep this, um, what's it called? Keep your opinion to yourself. If you celebrate birthdays, if you don't eat, we do not care. We first we don't care. So, right, let everyone do whatever they want. Good. Um, now that I said that, which literally nobody <laughs> has spoke to me to say that, but now that I said it, let's get into the episode. Um, because I'm sure I don't have anything else to update on. No. So, um, this podcast, the episode for today, is about imposter syndrome and creativity. What does one have to do with another? What well, you will find out if you stick to the episode. Another thing is, I have. Two different topics that I am very interested in here and have been listening a lot about each of them, but I still don't think I am there. I still don't think I am qualified enough to talk about each of them. I feel like they are not controversial, not for me, like, because I can go and listen to other people's um, podcasts on it or books on it or articles on it. But I feel like it's a bit controversial for this podcast just yet. So I'm just gonna, just let it marinate. I'm just gonna try to learn more and listen to more people, you know? Get my knowledge up. And then in the future, inshallah, maybe I can bring those topics here. That would be quite great. You know, that would be a good milestone. But yeah, a bit controversial for this podcast just yet. But um, we're talking about imposter syndrome today. What's imposter syndrome? By the way, this is one of the episodes that I'm improvising once again. It's not that I just thought of the topic today or just right now. I was going to do the same topic last week. It's just that I just didn't prefer it. At least I have a definition for imposter syndrome. It's the persistent inability to believe that one's success is accepted or has been legitimately, leg- I don't know how to say this word, legitimately achieved as a result of, of one's own efforts or skills. In plain words, 
not believing that whatever you have has been accomplished because of yourself. Basically, just thinking that you just made it here by mistake, like something wrong must have happened and you made it here by mistake, or like you just prayed for it and you got there. Because you know, it doesn't prayer doesn't work like that. You know that, right? So yeah, that is what imposter syndrome is, and that is what imposter syndrome is. Everyone suffers it. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how educated you are, how skillful you are, how confident you are. You will suffer from imposter syndrome, especially in this day and age where everyone have where everyone shows multiple sides of themselves. What I'm trying to say is that you can't be in a place where you think everyone else is doing better, knows better, is smarter, more beautiful than you, and you are the only one that doesn't belong in the space. Meanwhile, everyone, every other person in the room is thinking exactly the same as you, and everyone is performing. Yeah, I have a problem in thinking that everyone performs, yes, but it's actually true. Like, this is not something I made up. I don't have the psychological papers to back it up right now, but I could find them. We are all pretending in some type, way, shape, form. But yeah, imposter syndrome, why is this topic so close to me? It's because I have felt like an imposter my entire life. Everywhere. I remember the other day I was telling someone, I felt as an imposter everywhere except in my house with my family. This is the only place I can truly be. If I'm an imposter, I can't truly be the imposter I am. <laughs> you know, I own it up. But everyone else, it doesn't matter if it's in the supermarket, if it's in the school, if it's at work, if it's anywhere, like with your friends. I feel like an imposter and I feel like, what, what is the reason for this? Is it not belonging? Is it not thinking that you are good enough for the people or for the environment that you are? Well, it's true for both. It's true for both um, of these reasons. It could be either, it could be all, or it could be both. And it's basically what someone told me is that you basically have a belief that you as a person lack something that other people have. You might know or might not know what that thing is, but you know that you, 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 you're lacking. You don't have that thing. And that's what makes you the imposter. And were you so scared, you know, when you're in these places and you're like, oh my God, I don't think I do know, I don't think I'm good enough. You are scared of being demasked. So basically someone taking off your mask and realizing the true imposter you are because you know you are pretending and you're holding it down, but you don't think that you are holding it down as good as you could. And you think that someone can literally come and scrap your mask out of your face and reveal to the whole world that you are who you are. See your real you because you don't think that the real you is good enough. And that's scary. Scary, scary, scary. So now that we made it to the real problem, which is that you don't think that the real you, the one that is, like the one that is pretending, is not good enough. What is it? Because everywhere that you are, let's put this into you school. Like you're in school. And you think that everyone knows, but you don't know. And you think that you just made it there by mistake. Do you know what I used to think? I used to think that my prayers called me to the places I go, and it wasn't my grades. Meanwhile, my grades were there backing me up. Then when I go to uni, I felt like my prayers called me there. And someone told me, God doesn't help people 
just by just praying like yeah there's i don't know which i is it like you pray for it and you get it yeah yeah that's true but you have to work for it so if you are somewhere and you think that you're not good enough and you got there by mistake by mistake i'm just gonna tell you right now you didn't you didn't get there by mistake because we live in a society that is made up of systems that would not if you are <laughs> a colored person if you are non-white let's just say that there's like the possibilities for you to get to a place by mistake or just you know that you skip so many barriers and you just got to the place by mistake and you're just there but you're actually an imposter are so slim are so slim the one person that has managed to do that will never be discovered so if you are that one person don't even worry about it you will not be discovered but i'm telling you you're not that person you're not an imposter also in the definition that i used i can't see that it's, it's just saying that whatever you are right now and you think that you don't belong to the place or you don't have the abilities of the skills like you don't have the ability of the skills that is required for you to be in that space on that environment I see also imposter syndrome as something that you have even before getting to the places and it stops us from going to the places that we want to go. Okay, let me put this in simple words. That means that if, for example, you are like you are working in a warehouse because of your imposter syndrome, you will not apply for the managerial place or for the higher for the higher position because you don't think you're good enough. So it's not only about the place that you are and not thinking that you aren't good enough, but also thinking that you're not good enough to step out of that place. Does that make sense? Imposter syndrome, anxiety, doubting, doubting yourself, lack of confidence, um, feeling misplaced, all of those little, I don't, I can't curse because I don't want to curse anymore, but all those little bees are cousin sisters, cousin brothers actually, and all go together. Your imposter syndrome is tied to anxiety. The anxiety is because you think that someone is going to, when you think you're an imposter in a place, you think that there's a high risk that someone is going to discover you. And because you're constantly thinking of that high risk that someone is going to discover you, your anxiety is telling you, be alert. And you're constantly on that alert. And the anxiety is there, 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 there. Your confidence is being boxed down. You're, you're thinking that you are misplaced in a place that you should get out of there as soon as possible. You're limiting yourself from um, reaching for greater achievements. All of those are cousin sisters and will never, ever, ever let go of you until you put your feet down. And you're probably thinking, well, Mariam, if you know all of this about putting your feet down, and blah, 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 how has it been working since you said that you have always been had imposters in them well it hasn't worked <laughs> you can put your foot down as many times as possible you can you can write as many affirmations that you want you can ask yourself you can tell yourself you are this you belong here you come you are as good as you are you're smart you're intelligent you're beautiful you this and the other but until you believe it to your core Nothing's going to happen. And putting your feet down means that you are going to believe those things about you. You are going to believe that you belong to the place. You are going to believe that you deserve to be in those spaces. And I'm sorry, it's never going to be linear. One week you have a good week of thinking like, oh my God, I'm so empowered and this is working for me and I'm doing this. And then you have another week 
that all this work that you've done is not gonna do anything for you. That work, you will feel like you have done zero progress. But don't worry, because by the time you grab your confidence again, you will see that all the progress that you did before hasn't gone anywhere. Another thing, and I think is related to this, but I'm going a bit, a bit out of the conversation about affirmations that I had the other day, is that when you're using affirmation as your tool to validate yourself, sometimes it could be that these affirmations work against you. What does that mean? If you say, I am good here, like I am a, I'm good, I have the skills, I have the abilities, I belong here, and the little voice in your head is telling you, you know, you don't, and that little voice is stronger than your conviction in yourself, you're doomed. Affirmations are going to be the, the end of you. So as much as they are the tool to combat imposter syndrome, be very wary of them. Be cautious of affirmations. <laughs> there was a point where I said to myself, because I used to see that that constant cycle of, yeah, I believe in myself, yeah, I believe I belong here, and then having that week or time that I, I'm just like imposter syndrome is getting the best of me again I used to think that this is this is a cycle that you have to live for, the enti- for your entire life because you can't see like all the people living the same struggles not not obviously you not know, in the same situations but living the same struggles are you are living right now or people your age or people younger than you you can feel you can see it to the whole spectrum so you think I was thinking to myself like this is something that I need to be used to living well let me tell you good news it's a lie. You do not have to. You do not have to believe that that this is something that you have to deal with it that your entire life. It's a lie. Do you know why? Because look at the people that don't deal with this, with imposter syndrome. Look at those people. I'm going to give you the greatest example. White men. White men do not have this. I don't think they have the gene for it. <laughs> they don't have it. You have to act like a white man. You have to be in places that you genuinely think you don't belong and you have to tell yourself, I belong here. I am not a lawyer, but I should go somewhere and act like a lawyer. And if I believe it, I make people believe it. Have you seen Anna Delby, like this documentary? She had no imposter syndrome. If she had any imposter syndrome, she wouldn't have made anything that she did. She believed in herself. People, as people, we as humans are stupid and we believe in, like, if I, if you have the perception of something, if I can play the part, people are going to believe me. And yes, yes, I know that my race, my gender, and all disrespect, dis- different aspects are going to make it difficult for me. But you have to believe in yourself and believe that you can play the part. And then <laughs> I promise you, people will just follow. And this is not something I say. This is something that is scientifically proven but also soci- sociologically is that is that is that a word that i can say sociologically proven that you you can say go outside go outside try it for one day like dress differently do something different i i don't know like pretend to be something that you know people will believe you because who can tell you otherwise like and i've been telling this to myself like if tomorrow i show up at work and i start cutting everyone and i start just being the loudest voice do you think, like, yeah, they will be puzzled for a bit. But at the end of the day, they'll get used to it. And they will see me as, as Daniel, standing with me. What, what do I mean about by this? Like, if you've been in a position and you're thinking, yeah, 
what I cannot go to school now because now people know me as the quiet one, as the one that doesn't believe, as in herself, as the one that doesn't have confidence. They will, they will forget that soon enough. If tomorrow you decide to not be that person anymore and to just fake it until you make it, start faking it tomorrow and people will just follow. They will not, yes, probably someone will reference the, the, the old you, but who cares anymore? Because they know you as the new you. So imposter syndrome is not something that you have to live with forever. No, 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 no. You can get rid of it as soon as you decide to do so. And I'm just sitting here as an imposter <laughs> because I'm telling I'm telling you all of this. And probably I'm gonna go tomorrow and deal with it and lose the bottle and stand up again. But from here, I'm making a promise that it's not gonna be me. I'm 25 now, and one of my resolutions, if that's the thing, that that can be yeah, I can do resolutions, right? For my birthday, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So one of my resolutions is stop this, this imposter syndrome thing. Like, I believe in myself. And I don't care anything else. It gets into my head a lot. And I, I assume it gets into a lot of people's heads a lot. But it's just like, forgive yourself for your past mistakes. And start, start again. And if tomorrow you try and you fail, forgive yourself for that mistake. Start again. And we're going to start, you're going to keep forgiving it. Because the only thing that I, re- that I think everything in, in our lives can change. But the only thing I never want anyone to change is the forgiving themselves. Like this life is short. It's very short to be remorseful. I think I'm making words out today. Remorseful. Basically to be pondering about your past mistakes. That's what I'm trying to say. Life is too short for that. So forgive yourself and keep going on. Because while you are thinking about your past mistakes, time is ticking. Time is ticking. And this is time that you lost. Like this time that you lost. Yeah, you could have used this time to just be better. To just live your best life. And that's what I, all, I want all of us to do. Just live our best lives. Whatever it is that is making you feel like an imposter. Whether it's in your own house, whether it's in the school, whether it's in your work. It's time to go and fight it. And fight it and win. I think this episode is going to be a short one again. Because, I don't know. I think I'm liking short episodes. But my third point is actually linked. It's linked to my um, my second topic of today. is creativity. One of the things that I find that helps with imposter syndrome the most is being creative. What is being creative? And also people think like, I'm not creative, I'm this and that. To me, the definition, I'm, I'm not even going to look at this big definition. This, I'm just going to tell you the definition I have in my head. Being creative is just creating. And creating, not some, like you, just creating. As long as you are creating something, I'm telling you, you are creative. Everyone can be creative. Just create. I feel like creating is so powerful. Whatever it is, I'm not talking about being an artist. <laughs> I'm not talking, I'm speaking with my sister the other day and I was just like, she she does code and stuff like that. I feel like doing code to me, creating code is a creative thing because you have to come up with this code. Whatever is it that you do, do it. Yeah, if it's artistic, I think it helps more because you just kind of do it and you improve and you can see the progress from the time that you started and the time that you currently are. But if it's not something like artistic and it's something like, I don't know, just creating things, you just get better. Doing things 
But when you see the physical thing that you created, there's no imposter that can tell you, no, you didn't do this. That's why creativity helps so much with imposter syndrome. In my case, I think I always use me as an example because I always think of people and I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want to use people as examples in here. Like, it's quite personal. Anyways, me, my creative outlet is writing. And I think I protect my writing so much because I've never put it out there because imposter syndrome. But at the same time, when I read sometimes, I'm just like, oh my God, I wish someone could read this because it's so good. I could read definitely, definitely, definitely be a writer. But also I'm protecting this creative, creative thing that I'm doing because if I put it outside, it's just going to be destroyed. It's just going to be like, it's for other people to critique it. And for me, for my imposter syndrome to feed on that and tell me like, I knew you were not good enough. Does that make any sense? Is this making any sense? <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that when you feel your imposter syndrome is just, you know, winning this battle, start creating, start creating, because this is a solid evidence that you have against them, against them, against it, <laughs> against it, against your imposter syndrome. There's no way someone can tell you, no, not someone. I'm talking about imposter syndrome like it's a person, or like a shade following you. But there's no, let's, let's, let's think like it's like a shade following you. There's no way that that shade can tell you that this thing that you created and is in front of you is not real. They can't tell you it's not, it's, it's, they, they can't tell you it's not good enough. Yeah, they can do that. They can tell you it's not good enough. But then again, it's just a shade. Nobody's saying this. You did it you get to say how good that thing is. And if you love yourself and you believe in yourself, just make a shitty creation and tell yourself it's the biggest shit on the entire earth. And believe it. Believe it. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that be creative, create things, but things that are only for you. It's good to put your, your creativity out there, but it's also to have something for you. Just let that be the person for yourself be creating things and just keep that for yourself whatever is it start doing calligraphy i'm just saying this because i'm seeing my note my notebook and my writing is horrible <laughs> so start doing calligraphy i also saw this challenge like i wanted to do during covid but i never did it so basically it was like trying to be more creative the person was doing one small um drawing a day it was like the size of a tip of a finger and you just draw something. And that person did that for, I think they did it for an entire year. And by the end of the year, they just felt so proud of themselves because they had like 265 things, like small drawings. And it's just like, who, who can tell you didn't do this? And who can tell you this is good enough or this is not good enough? Yes, it was just small drawings, but it was, you know, by the end of the year, it was so good as well. So yeah, do whatever it is. I can't think of enough examples of creative things that you can do. And another thing about it, it doesn't have to take tons of times. Like people, I know like a lot of, a lot of us, our excuse is like, I'm not doing this because I don't have time. Take five minutes every day, five minutes and create something, whatever it is it. Take a paper and create a small bird. Like, you know that, like those figures that we do. Like take a take five minutes in the day and I just I don't know write a poem. Take five minutes in the day and do something with your hands. Do someone's hair. Just anything. Do something creative. Take five five minutes in the day and take a very ugly picture. 
go on editing and make it a great picture now we have a lot of editing tools that we can do <laughs> editing with because uh, someone told me how to edit pictures and i think you can have a lot of fun and do it in five minutes and actually get a very ugly picture and turn it into a masterpiece or go outside and take a picture of a flower that's also creating you created that picture so yeah create 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 and do it for you and give give it to you as a present to yourself and start telling yourself start telling yourself that you are a very creative person because you do something creative for five minutes every day and i will send you a invisible and digital badge to make it official and to make it legitimate now that being said like again going back to um imposter syndrome i wanted to say that sometimes in yes it's in your head and yes you think that be- that you don't belong in the places and yeah there's some work that you need to do yourself but some of the time it can be the environment itself and have nothing to do with you so if you can't see the difference between you being a lot in your head and thinking that oh my god i don't belong here oh my god i'm not good enough oh my god i don't have the abilities which again a lot of women and women of color i don't like this word but um what's the word that i liked um it's a spanish word that i translate no not that i translate because i heard english people saying it but racialized women <laughs> women of color um that we suffer from it more than anything but it also could be the environment that you're always toxic like yeah imposter is a thing but also toxic people are i think toxic environments are i think and if you can't pinpoint that this is actually not just imposter syndrome it's also something else going on in the environment pinpoint it identify it try to do something about it if possible or live if it's not possible i think as you know i'm speaking like a grandma but i think like as i'm going as i'm getting older i think like honestly i think i said that at the beginning um life is actually very short and if whatever you do it is not feeling it's not making you happy i'm not saying that you have to be happy 24 hours 24 7 but if the thing that you are doing is constantly like constricting you like it's just not making you happy it's making you very unhappy and you identify that it's not just your imposter syndrome but it's also something else going on please try to live 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 because by the time because at at the end you will end up living and if you like if the time from from the time that you identify that that's not for you to the time that you actually quit this is if if this time is extremely or significantly significantly long you will regret it and you don't want to ever look back at your life and think like oh my god i wish i I left earlier yes again as i said forgive yourself and we move on but also let's let's just do these big steps i think let's just do it let's just do it if possible i need to caveat all my words (laughs) i know i know i need to caveat them i know i'm talking from a privileged place not everyone can just leave certain environments not everyone can just leave certain jobs or certain um degrees or sometimes certain schoolings or whatever is it or certain environments i know i know i know i'm just saying if you can if you have the ability to go somewhere else to find fulfillment somewhere else do it and when you are in that happy place keep creating creating so yeah as i come to the end of the episode today i just wanted to shout out 
obviously I'm not gonna say names, but everyone that just have told me that they really like the podcast, they listen to it, everyone that says that I really like what you're doing, I think you should keep doing it, and everyone that kept encouraging me, because yes, I had imposter syndrome in this podcast too, <laughs> but I think with this podcast, yeah, because you see, this podcast is also something that I'm creating, I feel like with this podcast, it was, it's, it's been a complete battle, like I'm doing, I'm not doing it, and I'm sometimes, I'm in the point like, I'm just going to do it, because honestly, Ain't nobody cares. Like, if if for some reason it ends up being like a podcast that I'm just doing and I'm just, it's only me listening to it, I don't mind it. And I think making peace with it has helped me a lot. So maybe this is a lesson that I have to take. And maybe we can all take and implement it into somewhere else. Like, what happens if you, if the people that you think that are going to discover you actually do? You know deep down, it's impossible for them to discover you because you know deep down, you are in the place because you belong there, because you have the skills and because you can be there. So think about that. What happens if the thing that you are most scared of is for you, of you being discovered and you, if you think about it, you know that you're never going to be discovered because there's nothing, nothing to discover. I feel how freely, freeing that is. Feel how freeing that is. Like yes, I'm really anxious because I think they're gonna they're gonna find out. But actually, if I think about it, there's nothing to be found out about. They, they would never do that. It's very freeing to be honest. It is very freeing. So yeah, as I was saying, thank you so much for everyone that has encouraged me and that has pushed me and that just you know for your kind words really. <laughs> and I know that last week. I was speaking very fast and this week I think I'm speaking very slow. <laughs> but yeah, my natural speaking mode is last week. But I think I need to sound myself like Mariam, slow down, sl- sl- slow it down. And yeah, I did and I slowed it down. And here I am. And I wanted to run because I think Asta closes at 4 o'clock and it's third. Uh, and it's 3.40, so I should run. Yeah, thank you so much, my lovely people. As always, talk to me in the comments. And please, give me your suggestions. Because what I said in the beginning is that I don't think this is being as conversational as I'd like it to be. And if you have any suggestions for me, by all means, bring them on. Bring them on. I also said, I think it was on my second um episode, that I wanted to bring more book talk in here. And I don't know how to do that as well. Because I feel like just coming in here and telling you, I read this. <laughs> and this is what I think about it. And it's just not helpful, is it? But yeah, I can give you book recommendations um every week. Just thinking about it. Again, the book I'm reading is also controversial. So <laughs> controversial, not controversial. Just, I can't speak. <laughs> it's controversial. So, not controversial, but it's I'm not, I'm not comfortable to just share it here just yet which i don't know why because anyways <laughs> maybe when i post this i just put a picture of it i'll do that yeah why not let me be a bit do you know what i mean anyways thank you so much let me know your suggestions talk to me in the comments and yeah have a fantastic lovely time this is a no short um episode because I think it's a normal length episode. But yeah, I think I'm very zen today. So my voice was a bit low. And just you're closer. 
And if there's like a whispering in your ears, but anyways, you get a different me every week. Do you know? What a surprise. Do you come here for a gift every week? Every week I'm a present for you guys and for your ears. Anyways, so Nakeum, I hope you have a fantastic, magnificent week ahead. And see each other in two weeks' time. Have a blessed week. Bye. Assalamu alaikum.